Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on in, everybody. Good evening to you. It's time to command your day and command your week with the power of prayer. Come on in, everybody, on every platform and speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you're watching from. Duval, good to see you. Welcome. That's Jacksonville, Florida. Good to see you all. Come on in, everybody. Come on in, everybody, and speak to me. It is Monday night, September the 18th. Time to command your day and to command your week with the power of prayer. Whatever platform you're on, if you're on our app, if you're on our website, if you're on a social media platform, you make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. Guys, over 2,400 people so far this year have given their lives to the Lord. We owe God a praise right there because that is incredible. Um, that is incredible. And so many more people that need to come to the Lord, but it's amazing to see what God has done. Our goal was um, 2023 decisions this year. 2023 decisions this year, and to God be the glory, he exceeded that goal, and over 2,400 people have given their lives to the Lord so far this year, which is awesome. Come on, let's do roll call. I see, I saw Toronto, I see South uh, East Aurora, I see Spartanburg, South Carolina, I see Aurora, I see Valdosta, Georgia. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Virginia, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Can I get somebody to type Stone Mountain? Good to see you, Philly. Motown, Philly, back again. Philly, good to see you. Hey, listen, can I get somebody over here to type text harvest to 55498 over here and then somebody over on TikTok to input that? Thank you, Chris. You are on it. You are on it. You are on it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Denver, Iowa, Maryland, good to see you. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's go, let's go. Queens, New York, New Orleans, good to see you. Shalom, come on, more New Orleans. Welcome, New Orleans. Good to see you, several from New Orleans tonight. Come on, Nola, good to see you. Come on, everybody, let's go, let's go. Uh, Aurora, good to see you. Palm Springs, California, good to see you. Maryland, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Shalom to you. Hey, shalom is this Hebrew word that is baked into the culture of Harvest Church. And it means peace, but it means more than peace. It means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. All right, so every time you speak that word, you're declaring that. And words have power. John 6, 63 says words are spirits, which means that it's, if it's spiritual, it's your words are not bound by natural law, which means our words, pay attention, if they're not bound by natural law, our words are not bound by geographic location. Okay, if you need help, you should. I encourage you to go to our church uh, page or email hello at harvardchurch.church or go to our resource page. We've got tons of resources that can help you over there. But this is time for prayer, not time, not time for, let's stay focused on prayer, all right? But we got resources to help you. We'd love to help you. They're right there on our website. You should email at hello at harvardchurch.church so we can help you with that. All right, so every time you speak that, because words are spirit, 
every time you speak that, um, then uh, every time you speak anything, if it's not bound by geographic location, then what you want to do is when you release those words, those words can leave Denver and they can go to somewhere else. They can leave Denver and go to Miami. They can, we got you covered. They can go from Miami and go to Los Angeles. They can go from Los Angeles and go anywhere. Your words are not bound by geographic locations. But in a different, in addition to that, that means your words are not bound by time. So that means our words, since they're spiritual, John 6, 63, and that means that our words can go into our past to change something from the past, and they can go into our future to get something ready for the future. Come on, can I get you to release that in the comments? My words are powerful. My words are powerful. My words are powerful. And this is why um, we are in the image and the likeness of God. What does that mean, prayer? The Bible says that God is a speaking spirit. Everything that God created, everything that deep God did, he spoke it. That's the exact same way that we do that tonight. All right, I'm going to give you a couple more seconds to come on in, and then we're going to jump into prayer tonight. Let me also give you a couple more announcements real quick before we jump in tonight um, into prayer. Don't forget Wednesday Night Live Bible Study, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. It's going to be incredible. Oh, my God. Yesterday's word. Oh, my God. Both that 915 and that 1115 were absolutely just fire. If you watch them or you were in the building in Denver yesterday, um, on, on a scale of one to five, with your fire emojis, uh, drop one to five. Five being just, it, 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 it blessed you incredibly. One being it didn't bless you at all. All right? Wherever you are at, wherever you are at, wherever you are at, wherever you are at. All right, let's just do this. Wherever you are at, wherever you are at, wherever you are at, one to five. I mean, come on, look at all these fives. It was amazing. God met us in a powerful, powerful way. God met us in a powerful way, and it was absolutely incredible. Uh, and so I encourage you to get an app. How do you do that? Text Harvest to 55498. Uh, says, I've been watching it all day. Listen. You gotta go back and watch both of them. Um, God met us in a powerful way. Um, so, a text harvest at five five four nine eight. You can get the app. You can get. Um, you can watch it on our website. You can watch it on social media. You can watch it on our app. All those different platforms, and you can receive that word from yesterday. Um, it, and I'm gonna, we're going to focus our time of prayer uh, on that tonight. While I'm giving you a few moments to come on in, get settled, and begin to share. When you share, people get saved. Um, but then, when's that live Bible study? Seven o'clock Mountain, nine o'clock. Eastern is going to be incredible um, as we keep in this fire series. And for those of you like, why, what's, why is the series fire? We're going to talk about that in just a moment when we jump into prayer. And then this upcoming Sunday, we got a schedule change. It's going to be a little bit of a schedule change this upcoming Sunday in this regard um, that uh, at 9.15 a.m. we'll have a combined experience. So the 9.15 and 11.15 in Denver will be combined into one um, at 9.15 a.m., and then Sunday night, you know, it's going, we ain't going to say it's going down. It's going up in Atlanta, Georgia, 6 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. That's going to start our weekly services in Atlanta. It's not the full launch of the location. It's just going to start the weekly services there so that uh, I can do what I do. I'm a builder. So now we need to start building the team and uh, doing all of that. And so that's going to start this upcoming Sunday night at 6 o'clock, at 6 o'clock Eastern time. All right. So I want to make sure that you've got that for this upcoming Sunday. That's going to be powerful. Again, text harvest to 55498 to get an app so that you can stay connected and in tune with that. All right. Now let's jump into prayer. Father, we honor you and we bless you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness. You have been good to us. And we tell you, thank you. Father, we bless you because you are God like none other. There is no God like you. 
There is no God beside you. And we tell you, thank you. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your diligence. We thank you that you are a God that we can count on. You are a God that we can depend on. You are a God that we can put our trust in. Our hope and our trust is in you, the God of an outcome, not an outcome. God, forgive us for ever placing our faith in an outcome. Forgive us forever placing our confidence in an outcome. That's not what we do. That's not real faith. Our real faith is in a who, not a what. It's in you. And for that, we say thank you. Tonight, God, we gather together on this Monday night like we have done now for a couple of years. And we set our focus and our attention on you. Thank you for this privilege that we have to be able to pray. Thank you for this privilege that we have to be able to go to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the great I am, and make our petitions known unto you. It is a privilege to pray, and we thank you for this privilege. God, lock that privilege in us. Let us have a desire to pray. Let us desire to pray, not just when things get tough or difficult, but let it be our lifestyle. Let prayer be how we live. Like a fish needs water, like Hagen needs dogs, like Ben needs Jerry's, uh, uh, like every good story needs a comeback. God, let and lock prayer on the inside of us so that it becomes an integral part of who we are and what we do. We thank you for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, lock that in us. And not just when things are turbulent, not just when things are difficult, not just when things are confusing, not just when things are perplexing, not just when we think that we need something from you. Do not let us be those that only seek your hand because we want you to hand us something. But let us be like those in the scripture that seek your face. In Hebrew, to seek your face, it means to literally seek your attitude. That's what the Hebrew word means. If my people who are called by my name but humble themselves and pray, turn from their wicked ways and seek my face. Your face means your attitude, which means that when we come into prayer, we are seeking your attitude. And you have the attitude of a problem solver. You have the attitude of a solutionist. You have the attitude of making all things work together for our good. So let our attitude be your attitude. Your scripture says, Father, that the, let the mind that was in Christ be in us also. That is the mindset of a problem solver. That's the mindset of a solutionist. There is nothing too hard for you, which means there's nothing too hard for us. There's nothing too difficult for you. There's nothing too difficult for us. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ." who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Jeremiah 32, 27, you said, Lord, behold, I am the Lord God of all flesh. Is there anything too difficult for me? Since we have your attitude and we have your mind, we declare that there is nothing that is too difficult for us. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Father, tonight we ask that you forgive us for all of our sin that committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us for our sin. This is what it literally, it's an archery term, which means to miss the mark. It means we were shooting for the bullseye, but we missed it. Sin, we missed it. Father, forgive us for missing the mark. You said that all have sinned. Everybody has missed the mark at one point or another, and everybody will miss the mark at one point or another. But you, in your word, declare, Father, uh, that you forgive us for sin. Not just for sin, you forgive us for iniquity. Iniquity is generational sin that's passed down and around. Everybody stick with me in prayer, please. Generational sin that is passed down and around. And I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that you would give us the ability Father, to be the generational curse breakers that you called us to be. You have called us to be the interruption to dysfunction in our bloodline. You have called us, Father, to interrupt 
all of dysfunctional cycles, dysfunctional circles in our bloodline. And for that, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. And finally, God, we ask that you forgive us for transgression. Transgression is when we willfully deviate from what we knew to be right. Forgive us for wanton rebellion. Forgive us, God, for knowing what to do but choosing not to do it, whether it was because of fear, whether it was because of simple arrogance or pride, whatever it was, we ask that you forgive us for it. In the name of Jesus, and we pray, God, that you would not let us be rebellious. Come on, y'all. Don't let us be those that are arrogant. Don't let us be those that are full of hubris. Don't let us be those that are full of pride, God. In fact, we purge pride. Come on, y'all, pray with me. We purge pride. We purge arrogance. Your word says that arrogance and pride goes before a fall. Fall there means unnecessary disaster. We declare that we will not encounter any unnecessary disasters because of our unwillingness to drop pride. We release pride, we release arrogance, we release hubris, we release thinking that we know it all. We release being stiff-necked. Stiff-necked means that we are too difficult to change. Father, we say that we are those that embrace change. We are those that embrace change. Stiff neck. Think of the imagery. It means that stiff, stiff, doesn't move easily neck, which means you won't change your view. You won't change your perspective. You won't look at it differently. You rebuke your people over and over and over again because of them being stiff neck. And Father, we declare that we would not be a stiff-necked people in the name of Jesus, but we would be those that are malleable. We would be those that change easily according to your word, that we will be those that are like on the potter's wheel where you can shape us, you can mold us into what you have ordained and created for us to be. And for that, we say thank you in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let me give you a scripture real quick about that stiff-neckedness. Um, I'm gonna read a Proverbs chapter 29. And uh, let's look at verse number one, Proverbs 29. Come on, come on, come on. And verse number one, it says, whoever remains stiff-necked after many rebukes will be suddenly destroyed without remedy. Okay, here's what we want to pray this. If you're a stiff-necked person, it means you don't change easily. It means you won't see it different easily. And you don't want to be the type of person where God has to keep going, rebuking you over and over and over and over and over and over again. And here's what the Bible says. Whoever remains stiff-necked, which means God says, listen, you may be that way. And for some of you, watch me, you've had to become tough. You've had to become rough. You've had to become unmovable. In fact, the scripture even admonishes, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. So some, you've had to be a go-getter. You've had to be that type of a person. You've had to be stubborn in this way that you have been determined to get what you want to get. But hear me. The Bible says that there are certain things that once you're rebuked for it, what does this mean? You are given correction for it. You are given direction for it. The Bible says if you remain stiff-necked, you will be suddenly destroyed, watch the Bible, without remedy, which means nothing will be able to fix you. Nothing will be able to change your situation. And all of us, pay attention, we know someone or we are that someone that we know where we've had to be tough. We've had to be rough. We've had to be go-getters. We've had to be relentless. We've had to be a pit bulls with certain things. But the Bible says that you cannot remain stiff-necked after you get rebuked. Well, how does a rebuke come, Bishop, when the word is preached? And the word comes and confronts something you're doing, confronts something you're saying, confronts how you're acting, confronts how you're thinking. Your response has to be, yes, Lord. Come on, put it in the comments. Yes, Lord, I'll change. Yes, Lord, I'll see it different. 
Yes, Lord, I'll do it different. I, we will not be those that are stiff-necked because we do not want to be those that are suddenly destroyed without remedy. What does this mean? Lord, we'll see it differently. Think of, just look at the image. I keep doing it for a minute. Stiff-necked. If you're stiff-necked, you won't see it differently. You won't look at it differently. You won't handle it differently. Watch me. You get offended when you get rebuked. I rebuke the spirit of offense. You get here. It is. You get offended when you're told no. That is immaturity. I pray that we would be those that can handle rebuke well. And rebuke always flows down. Rebuke can never go up. That's called anarchy. Rebuke always flows down. I pray that we would not be those that are offended at rebuke. We would not be those that are offended at correction. We are, would not be those that are offended at direction. But we are those that are malleable. We are those that are not stiff-necked. We are those that can change and change quickly. God, don't let us have to hear it 15 times before we change. Don't let us have to go through the same mess year after year after year after year before we change. Don't let us be caught in that destructive crazy cycle until we change. Come on, can I get everybody in prayer tonight to just say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Let's let's go here. Uh, I, I hear the louder to, to stay on this stiff neck thing. Give me a favor. Share on whatever platform you're on. We're going to move forward because it's the first prayer of a new spiritual year. We're going to move forward. But I hear the Lord loud and clear saying, spend some time here. Because for some of you, uh, listen carefully, you are going to have to, um, you're going to have to change quickly. You're going to have to adjust quickly. You're going to have to do things differently quickly. Can you just put quickly in the comments? Here's the truth. Most of us pray for change. Most of us pray for suddenly, but we're not ready for suddenly. Talk to me in these comments. Most of us ask God to give us instantly and immediately. And if I was to say type suddenly in the comments, God's about to do something suddenly for you, you would, you would type suddenly and you put a praise. But most of us, you ready, aren't necessarily ready for that. Because once he does it, we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is happening too fast. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want more time to prepare. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's a, how many of you can be honest with me that you have prayed for suddenlies and then when things started happening suddenly, you, you, you started moving real, you started moving kind of slow. Wave at me. You prayed for suddenly and then suddenly came and then you were like, oh, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Uh-uh, uh-uh, we're not doing that. Okay. Okay, we know we're in the fall feast because I tell you, some of the comments is coming. It's got to gotta have my block hand real fast, right? We know we're in the fall feast. This is an open heaven, all right? And we'll get to that in just a minute, which means there's a lot of supernatural activity, including demonic activity. All right, let's go. All right, um, listen carefully. When when God tells when God tells Abraham, he says, Abraham, I want you to sacrifice your only son Isaac. Now, God never ever was going to take Isaac's life. It was never his intention. He wanted to make sure, he wanted to make sure um, that Isaac, uh, that uh, Abraham was willing to make the sacrifice. Can I just get you to tell the Lord this in the comments? I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to sacrifice. So he tells him, Isaac, the son that he prayed for, he tells him, he says to him, he says, listen, um, I want you to take Isaac up and you're going to sacrifice him. He goes up the mountain. I mean, he goes up the mountain. Um, he's prepared to sacrifice Isaac. At the same time he's going up the mountain, Sharon, at the same time, the Lord's sending a ram on the other side to walk up the mountain. So as Abraham's walking up one side, 
the brain was walking up the other side, which means every step he took, God made him take his, his provision step toward him. Let's stop right there. Father, I pray that we would not grow weary in well-doing because every step we take towards obedience, you're sending our provision. Every step Abraham took, there was another step that his provision was taking. There was another step that his provision was taking. Watch the principle. When he gets up, he lays Isaac out. He's ready to sacrifice Isaac. He stretches the knife back. Pay attention. But he could not be stiff-necked. Uh, uh, Jerome, uh, yes, there's tons of fake accounts on TikTok. Uh, guys, on TikTok, they refuse to take down the, the fake accounts. So there's all kind of people on there faking, faking. All of my accounts have blue checks that I didn't pay for. Let me just say that. All right, let's go. Nothing against those that pay for them. I'm just saying. All of mine have blue checks. With the exception of Twitter. My Twitter doesn't have that, and I'm not giving Elon no money. Okay, listen. As, as, as Abraham is walking up, his provision's walking up. He lays Isaac out. Thank you for making that, uh, bringing it to my attention. Please report it. As he lays Isaac out, he takes the knife back, and he's getting ready to sacrifice. He's getting ready to sacrifice Isaac. Pay attention. But the Bible says that the Lord tells him, look up. In other words, don't be stiff-necked. Thank you so much. Look up, look up. He says, there is a ram that I caught in the bushes over there that is going to serve as the sacrifice for Isaac. Pay attention. If Abraham was so stiff-necked that he was not willing to see it differently or look at a different direction, you ready? Or look a different way, he would have ended up sacrificing his son and being mad at God. And some of y'all, come on here, look at the principle you have been frustrated with God because you would not look at it a different way you've been frustrated with God because you have been stiff-necked you were watch me you were obeying one instruction but then when the new instruction came you didn't want to change because you were so locked on to the previous one father do not let us be stiff-necked do not let us be so uh, so uh, married to the past that we can't embrace the present so that we can prepare for the future. We will not be those that are stiff-necked. We will see it differently. We will handle it differently. We will move differently. For that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, can everybody just put an amen in the comments right there? Hey, IG, I see some comments saying that somebody's freezing. If you're good over there on IG, give me the thumbs up so that I know that you're good so that I know that you're good. And this is so apropos for what we're going to be praying about tonight. So again, give me a favor, whatever platform you're on, come on in and share. When you share, people get saved. Um, so listen, yesterday was what's called the Feast of Trumpets, or Rosh Hashanah. It's the beginning of a brand new spiritual year. Um, hear me clearly. This month of September is a significant month. And even though, what is it? It's the 18th. We got 12 days left in this month. Uh, I believe that the last 12 are going to be the best 12 of this month. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Thanks, IG, for letting me know. Somebody say, yes, Lord, right there. Listen carefully. This month of September has four distinct meanings. Drop a four in the comments. Number one, it is the ninth month of the calendar year. And nine means fruitfulness, productivity, progress, and birthing. Father, there's still 12 days left for us to be more fruitful. There's still 12 days left for us to be more productive. There's still 12 days left, left for us to birth some things. There's still 12 days left for us uh, to be able uh, to be fruitful and to see progress in every area of our lives. And we thank you that it is so in Jesus' name. Number two, the month of September 
the word septum, S-E-P-T-E-M, it actually means seven. So when the month of September was created by the Greco-Roman culture, which created uh, much of the basis of the Gregorian calendar that we use, which goes from January through December, when they created it, September was originally their seventh month. So septum means seven. So every time you say the month of September, you're really saying seven which means it's the biblical number of completion. So every time you say September, you're saying completion. Just drop September in the comments because you're saying completion. And what is completion in the Bible? Shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. This month of September is our shalom. God, you're bringing all things together. You're causing loose ends to be tied up. You're causing things that were incomplete to be completed. You're causing incomplete puzzles for the pieces to fit. You are bringing all things together. Father, I'm reminded of the scripture where you said, what you are doing now, what I am doing now, you do not understand. That's John 13 and 7, but later you will. Father, I pray that all of the things that we have not understood up to this point in our lives, that we would understand them better this month. All of the things that we have gone through in life that we did not understand. Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why did this happen? Why did it happen? Why did this happen? That we would understand it better this month because it's built into the month. It is a month of seven completion. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. And for some of us, the completion is simply the thoughts in our mind. Sometimes, God, it's simply us knowing why. It's simply us understanding why this had to happen, why that had to happen that way. Why did this person have to come in our lives? Why did they exit our lives? Why did we move here? Why did we move there? Why did we get into that relationship? Why did we exit that relationship? Why did we move to that city? Why did we do this? Father, we pray, John 13, 7, that what we did not understand before, that we would understand it later. And we declare that later is now. Please put now in the comments in Jesus' name. Number three, the month of September is the month of fire. When September was created, it was named after this Greco-Roman false deity, uh, Vulcan, which is the their god of fire. So literally, when you say September, September is the month of fire. Now, we're in this series at Harvest Church this month called Fire, and I, I, I did not know until three days the Thursday before we started this new series, I did not know that. So the Lord, I was originally going to do the series fire in the month of August. The Lord said, move it around. And so I just obeyed. I learned to just shut up and obey. I'm not, I don't go back and forth with God. I just learned to obey because it's so much easier when you just shut your mouth and do what he said. Jesus' mama, when he was, Jesus was doing his first miracle, here's what she told them. Because they were like, well, we're trying to figure out what we're supposed to do. They said, whatever he says to do, do it. Do it. Can you put that in the comments? Do it. Whatever he, King James Version, whatever he telleth you to do, do it. I just learned to do it. And for some of y'all, that's the revelation. You like to ask questions. God, he's a general. He is, listen, he is not your homeboy. He is a general. And generals give orders, not suggestions. Father, let us see you as the general that you are. Let us see you as a king. A king doesn't make suggestions. A king makes decrees. And decrees are commandments. And commandments must be followed or there, there is a retribution. There is, watch me, there is punishment when they are not followed. Let us see you as king. Let us see you as general. Let us not see you as this milk toast, jelly bag, weak, punk, Americanized version of you that makes people feel comfortable. No, that's not who you are. Come on, y'all, pray with me. You are a conquering king. You are a battle axe. You are a god of war. This is what your word says. 
You are Jehovah Saboeth, which means you're the God that fights. You like a good squabble. Come on here. You like a good fight. You like to see your people overcome. You like to see your people win. You are literally the God of angel armies. That's what Jehovah Saboeth means. You are the God of armies, and the only purpose of armies is to invade. The only purpose of armies is to take territory. The only purpose of armies is to run stuff. The only purpose of armies is to go to war and to win. You are the God of war, which means you are the God that likes a good squabble. You're the God that likes a good fight, but you win them all. You've never lost a battle. You've never lost a battle. For some of you, when you shift how you see him, it's going to make your relationship with God so much easier because you like to have this back and forth. And the truth is the only person in the back and forth with you is you because he doesn't do all of that. He said what he said, and that's what he said. Now, either you're going to do it or he's going to get somebody else to do it. But he's not going to sit here and go back and forth with you. Jonah tried to throw Tunisia. Jonah tried to throw a little attitude with God like God was his equal. So you know what God did? He said, I'm going to send a fish. Tell me how you like being in that fish for three days. And I taught you, it wasn't a whale, it was a shark. I did a series called Viral uh, Videos, and the message was called Baby Shark. And I actually taught how it was a shark. He says, okay, you don't want to do what I say? I'm going to say, okay. And then when he got a little attitude again, Bible says that the, he tried to have a little shade under a tree, and the Lord burnt the tree down. He was like, I'm not letting you do nothing. You don't want to do what I say? You ain't going to have no tree. You ain't going to have no sweet tea. And then Jonah's story just ends. This story is the weirdest story in the Bible. It just ends at like a weird place. It's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Nothing against him. It's just they end they really weird. Like, what? How are we in here? <laughs> like, how are we in here? Y'all ever seen a movie where it just ends? You're like, huh? How are we? Like, the story's not over. Okay? He's a general. He is a king. He is not a negotiator. He does not go back and forth with you. All that back and forth you think you're doing with God, that's you. Because he's not in all of that. All right, let's go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, the month of September is the month of fire. So fire, anything it touches, it never goes back to being the same. So this month of September, hear me, it's a month of fire. And fire, what have I taught you, is spiritual. Fire, Deuteronomy 4.24 says that God is fire, which means anywhere you feel like your life is on fire, I need you to type this in the comments. That's God. That's God. That's God. That's God. That's God. Okay? This is why you can't rebuke the fire because that's God. When King Nebuchadnezzar put Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the burning fiery furnace, hey, man, you picked the wrong punishment because that's God. God is fire. And fire is spiritual. And I've been teaching you this all this month at Harvest. So this is a month of fire, which means after this month, your life will not go back to being the way it was before. And for some of you, it's already shifted and you can't even tell yet. It's already shifted and you can't even tell yet because there's been some connections that God has made this month that have already shifted your life. You don't even see it yet. There's been some things that have happened different for you in this month that have changed the trajectory of your life. See, sometimes when you look at life changing, sometimes it's a slight change, but that slight change changes everything. I'm going to use the most simplistic analogy. Y'all know I like my props and stuff and because I'm, I like to teach. I like to make sure people get the points. I don't just want to inspire you. I need to inform you, but not just inform you. I need to impart into you. And to do that, you got to be able to get it. So pay attention. Um, slight changes make big differences, okay? So um, look at this. So my hands are going straight up. You see see this? Straight up, okay? Everybody see that? Straight up, straight up, straight up, straight up. okay? Okay, now watch me. You say, my whole life's going to change. Look at me. We're praying. Y'all ready? We're praying. 
this slight change, all I did was slightly change the direction. Y'all better hear me. And now what was blocking me is now on the side. If you don't put a hallelujah in these comments, I'm teaching and praying and preaching and prophesying at the same time. For many of you, your life has already made so many major changes this month. And you're like, but it's still happening. Yeah, but it ain't, watch me. But it was blocking me. But watch me, what was blocking me ain't blocking me no more. Sometimes it's small little changes. The Bible says it like this in Song of Solomon, small foxes spoil the vine, which means, watch me, that small foxes can also let the vine succeed. Father, let us see the small changes that have changed big things. We often say God's going to do something big in our lives, and he is. Sometimes he does big, but he did it through something small. It was a small adjustment. And what was blocking me, this small adjustment, all of a sudden now is clearing. It's not in my way. It's not blocking me anymore. We thank you for small changes. We thank you for small changes that are producing big results. It's big doors that swing on small hinges. And for that, we say thank you. Is there anybody besides me that can give God a praise for some of the small changes that have had a big impact in your life? For some of you, you don't even recognize it's this month that you finally got over. I heard you, Lord. I, you finally got over your ex. You ain't even paid attention. Now, once have you thought about calling them back? Now, once have you thought about texting them back? For some of you, you haven't been even paid attention. This has been the first month, I hear you, Lord, where you have not been eating emotionally. You have not been eating emotionally. Who am I talking to tonight? This is the first month where you've been consistent in your giving. Oh, God, this is the first month. I heard you loud and clear. God says, this is the first month for many where he says, son, tell them to pay attention to the small changes. To the small, I see you, I see you on Facebook, that's me. To the small changes. To the small changes. To the small changes. To the small changes. Jesus. Okay, let's go. Finally, number four. While the, the month of September is the ninth, it's 735, my God. While it's the ninth month of the calendar year, it is the last month of the spiritual year. And yesterday, my, 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 my. Yesterday, we entered into a brand new, brand, brand new spiritual year. We exited the year 5783, and we entered the year 5784. Drop 5784 in the comments. 5784. Mr. what do you mean 5784? Scientists say the earth has been around for millions of years. Very possible. Listen, 5784 is from Genesis 1-2. Between Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, and Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, there is a great chasm of time. Um, I'm going to read. I'm going to read uh, Genesis to you, um, so that you can get it. Let's read it here. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verse two: The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. Stop right there. Okay, where does water come from? Hmm? Where did it come from? Hmm? So. 5784 is counting from Genesis 1 and 2. Between Genesis 1, 1 and Genesis 1, 2, there is the possibility for there to be a multitude of things. Hear me. Science and spirituality do not contradict one another. Science and God do not contradict one another. There is no science without God because God is omniscience. He's omniscient, 
omniscient science, all-knowing, which means anything that there is to know will always take you back to God. You have somebody that says, well, I believe that there was a big bang. Well, who shot the bang off? Well, I believe that we evolved. Well, who created the original thing that evolved into a thing? Well, I believe in primordial soup. Well, who put the camels there in the first place? you got to hear me. There is, trust me, never ever get into a debate with somebody about, well, I just don't believe in all of that. You don't have to believe in that. God believes in you. And here's the fact of the matter. Even if I didn't have a Bible to read to teach me about him, watch me. I know him for myself. Come on here, y'all. I know him for myself. Is there anybody on this prayer tonight or listening to this replay where you can say, even if I didn't have a Bible to study him, I've seen him work in my own life. I've seen him work miracles. I've seen him open doors. I've seen him uh, keep you from committing suicide. You've seen him. I, I don't have to read miracles. I am one. And Father, we thank you that you are real. We thank you that we know you for ourselves. We, didn't have, we thank you for your word, but even if we didn't have your word, we would know that we 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 know that you are. And the Bible says that you are a rewarder of them that diligently seek you. And the Bible makes it clear. Every knee shall bow hmm, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus the Christ is Lord. Father, we thank you that we confess voluntarily because we confess voluntarily. Come on, just put it in the comments. We confess, we confess. We confess voluntarily that you are God. All right, let's go. So the new spiritual year, it, it, it begins a series of three fall feasts. Drop three in the comments. These fall feasts, and this is where yesterday's word just, and this is, I'm, I'm hoping to try to pray some of this tonight. This is where yesterday's word just, it just went off. It just went off the chain. It just went, literally, it just went off the chain uh, when we got through here. It just went off the chain. And again, I want to encourage you. If you miss, uh, if you miss yesterday's uh, message, if you missed it, if you didn't see it, you gotta go watch it. You gotta go see that word uh, in our app. Text harvest to five five four nine eight. So it begins. Yesterday begins a series of three fall feasts, and there's a total of seven major feasts in the Bible. Seven. You've heard me teach you. Seven is that biblical number of completion. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. All is well. There are four spring feasts, three fall feasts. The first of those fall feasts began yesterday. Now, if you have a calendar, it told you Saturday. That's because biblically, the evening before begins the day. Read your Bible in Genesis. It says, in the evening and the morning were the first day, and the second day, and so on. So biblically speaking, although it's 739 Mountain Time, biblically speaking, we're in Tuesday. And we were an hour and a half in Tuesday. There's a reason why we pray. And we do prayer in the evening because a, a lot of people do prayer early in the morning. Early will I seek you. Well, actually, your definition of early is wrong because you think early is by the time the sun gets up. You're halfway through the day, ma'am. You're halfway through the day, sir, if that's when you're praying for the first time. You got it? This is why we do prayer on Monday nights. And again, we can pray at any time, but this is a strategic reason for why we do that because we're doing it right towards the beginning uh, of, of the day. All right, now, in this, listen carefully. With these fall feasts, fall feasts, um, feasts represent a few things. Leviticus 23 and 2 says this. Leviticus 23 and 2 says this. The appointed times, the established feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, these are my feasts. Convocation literally uh, means a meeting that God sets with us. 
a meeting that God sets with us. Your prayer sets a meeting with God. Your worship sets a meeting with God. Your praise sets a meeting with God. The feast, God sets a meeting with us. Father, the meeting has begun. The meeting has begun. And we say Shana Tova, which is Hebrew for you have a good year. It's not just us telling someone else to have a good year. It is us telling ourselves to have a good year. You have given us a three-month head start over, three and a half months, technically, head start over the rest of the world. When the rest of the world is talking about Happy New Year on December 31st, we have already begun our new year in the spirit. You always give your people an advantage. This is what favor is about. Favor is giving us an advantage. Favor is giving us privileges. Favor is giving us benefits. And we tell you, thank you. The meeting has begun. We are in the midst of the first feast, Rosh Hashanah. And following that, it's 10 days of what are called awe. 10 days are what are called awe. Father, we thank you. What you call this a holy convocation. This is a meeting that you call with your people. Which means when we pray, God, we're, we're calling a meeting with you. When we worship, we're calling a meeting with you. When we praise, we're calling a meeting with you. But during your feast, you say you call the meeting with us. And we make it clear, God, we won't miss it. We won't be late. We won't be... We will not be too busy. We will not be late. We will not be off target. We will, we will not be focusing on something else. God, let us focus intensely and intently on you and what you have ordained for us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, say yes, Lord, right there. Right? It's a meeting that God sets with us. And he does it twice a year. The fall feast and the spring feast. Let's go further. During the feast, this is known as the time of an open heaven. Now, if you're in the church world, You've heard people all the time, oh, we're under an open heaven, and it's to be declaring stuff. And here's, and here's the thing. Um, let me teach you about the truth. And this is where, in yesterday's message, we got stuck. So I'm going to try to, I'm gonna try to bulldoze through this, because I could go up and get stuck right here. So I'm going to try to bulldoze through this so that we can get to the end of prayer, right? Um, so there are three heavens the scripture teaches us. Paul makes it clear the third heaven is where God's throne is. The first heaven is referred to as this earth. The second heaven is this chasm in between the two. This is why the scripture says that Satan is the prince of the power of the air. Prince of the power of the air. Um, because it, it, and that's Ephesians 2.2. 2. That's Ephesians 2.2. 2. Um, and that is literally this chasm between the two. He's been, he was given authority in, on that chasm. Adam had gave him authority over the earth, but Jesus restored that authority back to us, which is why Jesus is called the last Adam. So now the only thing Satan has, watch me, legal jurisdiction over is this chasm in between the two. And in Deuteronomy chapter, excuse me, in Daniel chapter 10, when Daniel prays, listen carefully, in Daniel chapter 10, when Daniel prays, the Bible says that the day, the first day that Daniel prayed, the Lord released his answer. Father, everything we've prayed for, you have already answered and released. Everything, every prayer request has already become a praise report. Please put it in the comments. It's already released. 
It's already released. Y'all, I got to bulldoze through it because I can get stuck right through here because this is so good to me. The revelation of this is so powerful. The Bible says that when Daniel had prayed that when the answer was released, the Lord sent an angel to bring his answer. He sent an angel to bring his answer, but that angel had to begin to contend, Brian, with the prince of Persia. What does that refer to? Uh, it referred a principality. It's a spirit that has been assigned. Everything has been assigned a spirit. Pay attention. Um, your bloodline has been assigned spirits against it. Your region, your city, your area, your region, your job. Everything has been assigned a principality. Think of it this way. A prince that's in their palace that's trying to keep you from getting to yours. Their whole objective is to create resistance. So in Daniel chapter 10, even though Daniel is spiritual, there, watch me, there was not an open heaven. There was resistance. There was resistance. So Daniel had to fast and pray for 21 days. And the Bible says, in Daniel chapter 10, I'm not going, you can go read the story for yourself because if I start picking up scripture by scripture and scaffolding it, I'm, we're going to be on prayer until 9 o'clock tonight. Right? And I, I, mean, I got 14 minutes left. The Bible says that one of the archangels was released to come help him to break through, which means when Daniel prayed, Keisha, that Daniel, listen carefully, that Daniel was not under an open heaven. There was resistance that the angel had to get an archangel to come and help him to get Daniel his answer. And it took 21 days, drop a 21 in the comments, drop a 21 in the comments. There was resistance. There was impediment. There was interference. There was things in the atmosphere, in that realm that Satan has been given the ability to be the prince of the power of. In that realm, there was resistance. Now, here's what I want to ask you. How big is what God is going to do in your life that the answer would be resisted. Pay attention. The Bible says that he was resisted by the prince of Persia, not a spirit assigned to Daniel, not a spirit assigned to Daniel's family, but this thing was assigned to the region Daniel was in. Listen to me. You may be small, oh my God, in your own eyes, but watch me, but what's in you is big to God. Y'all better come on here. You may be small in your mind, but what's in you is big to God. Watch me. And it's also big to the enemy. It's also big to the enemy. Because why in the heaven, hell, and earth did he assign the prince of Persia to Daniel? Persia was a whole region. It was a whole region. Why did he assign that spirit to Daniel? Because what was in Daniel was bigger than one man. Hear me. See, I told you. I told you. What's in you? Hear me, it's so much bigger than you see it. It's so much, it's bigger than a job. It's bigger than you getting a bay. Are you joking? It's bigger than you getting a car. It's bigger than you getting a house. This is going to change lives. This is going to impact futures. This is going to impact destinies. What's in you is big to God and it's big to the enemy. So he said, Crystal, I'm assigning the Prince of Persia to interfere with Daniel. And for some of y'all, you got to hear me. The reason that you have dealt with some of the resistance that you have dealt with has been much bigger than you, and it's been unfair. It's been unfair because the enemy assigned the Goliath to you, and you are only a David. But you better hear me. But the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Father, thank you for the revelation in the resistance. I told you, I told you, I think we're going. 
Thank you for the revelation in the resistance. Thank you for the revelation in the resistance. The resistance is a revelation. If it would have come easy, Satan would have seen it as a threat. Mm. If it would have come easy, Satan would have seen it as a problem. If it would have come easy, this is an indication to us that Satan would not be bothered by it. But for him to put this much resistance, I'm talking to me right now, man. I ain't helping nobody else. I'm talking to me. For him to put this much resistance, it shows just how significant what's going to happen is going to be. There's a revelation in our resistance. And God, let us not through let us not grow weary in well-doing. 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 Daniel persevered. And listen, 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 listen. The angel said, I had to get an archangel to help me. Now listen, the Bible makes it clear that one angel can slay hundreds of thousands of men. Got it? One angel can slay hundreds of thousands. Okay, pay attention. So, so how big is it that the angel said, I need an archangel to come help me? You better hear me. You're about to see why. Oh my God, I told this is supposed to be prayer. We praying, prophesying, preaching. Y'all just go with me. Y'all good tonight? Y'all just go with me. You are about to see why. You are about to see why. You hear me, prayer. We are about to see why. You're about to see why. Okay? Man, I told you I was going to go up if I went there. I told you I was going to go up if I went there. Let me come back down and let me bulldoze through this. Daniel had to pray to get his breakthrough. He was not under an open heaven. But Mike, but Mike, but Mike, but Mike. But during the feast, God says, I remove the impediment. I remove the blockages. I'm calling a meeting with you myself. And if you look in the New Testament during the feast, do you want to know when the man, throw do you want to know when the man in John chapter 5, do you want to know when that man got healed? It was during the feast. Do you want to know when most of the miracles happened in the Bible? They were during the feast. John 2. Matter of fact, let me read it to you. Let me read it to you. Let me read it to you. John chapter number 2 and, uh, and verse number uh, 23. It says, now during the feast, many people saw signs and wonders and miracles and celebrations and believed in his name. It was during these feasts. Why? Because, hear me, here it is. Declare this over your life. Heaven is open for me. Make it personal. Heaven is open for Bishop Kevin Foreman. Heaven is open for Harvest Church. You better put your name in these comments. Heaven is open. When you put your name in, I'm going to call your name out. Put your name in as fast as you can. If you have a business name, put your business name in there. Oh, my God. We have eight minutes left. Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Heaven is open for Erica Sampson. Come on. Heaven is open for Jalen. Heaven is open for Johnny and Liz Brown. Heaven is open for Servintas. Heaven is open for Crystal Griffin. Heaven is open for Posh Hughes. Heaven is open for Nikki. Heaven is open for Naomi. Heaven is open for Erica. Heaven is open for Chrisma. Heaven is open for Mike. Heaven is open for Brooklyn. Heaven is open for Written Words Publishing. Heaven is open for Shana. Heaven is open for Carla. Heaven is open for Petsigo. Heaven is open for Heaven's Blessing. Heaven is open. What does this mean? Expect, hear me clearly, over these, over these next, this next month and a half, because the fall feasts go through about, through about mid-October. 
expect, hear me carefully, expect, listen carefully, expect supernatural things to happen. Expect stuff that was one way at 8.05 to be another way at 8.07. Expect, say my phone is about to ring. We call in phone calls of people who said no before the feast. They're about to say yes during the feast. Who said no before the feast. They're about to say, do you want it during the feast? We call in phone calls. We call in favor. Your phone is about to ring. Come on. Your name is about to be brought up. Doors. Watch me. You're not going to get doors. You've graduated. You got gates. Gates are about to open for you. You watch me. You got gates. Gates means I got access to all the doors in the gate. Your phone is about to ring. Your text messages. You're about to get a text. God is speaking to people right now. Come on, y'all. You got to call it in. You have to call it in. Numbers 1428. I will give you exactly what I heard you say. I declare that who told me, nope, before the feast is going to call me this week and say, do you want it? Come on here. Just say yes, Lord. I'll tell you what it means when I got it. Just say yes, Lord, in the comments. Say yes, Lord, in the comments. Just say yes, Lord. Say that one for me. Say that one for me. Say that one for me in those comments. You have to call it in. Yolanda, you have to call it in. Lashawn, you have to call it in. Jessica, on TikTok, you have to call it in. You have to. 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 Okay? Heaven is open. Daniel had to fast and pray for an open heaven. During the feast, God says, I do a manual override. I do a manual override, and I'm opening it for you. You gotta hear that. I'm doing a manual over, Brody. I'm doing a manual override for you. This is the feast. This is in your Bible. This is not just something I feel. Oh, I feel we're under an open heaven. I don't care about what you feel because maybe you ate too late. What does the Bible say? What does the Word say? Because the book says heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot nor tittle of His Word will ever pass away. And you're going to get notification that the debt was paid off this week. And your son's going to get saved within the next seven days. Come on. I'm just going to start speaking some things. And when I get down your road, just say, that's mine. And your family's going to be saved before the end of this year and serving the Lord. And the turmoil in your family is coming to an end. And they're going to apologize to you for how they mishandled you. They're going to apologize for what they thought they were doing to use you. They're about to be like Joseph's brothers. You're going to be able to tell them what you meant for evil. You didn't even know that God was turning it for my good. And you're going to be presented with an offer you cannot refuse. And you're going to be presented with offers and deals that you cannot refuse. And your faithfulness will be rewarded. And you will be brought up before great sages and great crowds and great people to do what you do. You will be like Joseph. And when Joseph stood before Pharaoh, Joseph did what he had always been doing. And he just did it in front of an audience that could appreciate it. <laughs> Whoa. He just did it in front of an audience that knew how to reward it. He just did it in front of an audience that knew how to celebrate it. In the name of Jesus. And deaths will be canceled. 
and debts will be paid and bodies will be healed and you will have another testimony that brews and you will have testimony after testimony and victory after victory and you will begin to see things differently and you will begin to walk differently and talk differently and handle it differently you will step into your crown the bible says let no man take your crown let no man take your crown that's revelation 3 and 11. i pray that you would begin to grow into your crown walk like the queen you are walk like the king that you are you will be a king and a priest come here revelation you will be a king and a priest spiritual and successful. You don't have to pick either or. For us, it's both and. You can speak in unknown tongues, and then you can speak in the tongues of the boardroom, and you will create businesses that make you money while you're sleeping. Just whenever I get to something that's yours, you just say, that's mine. Come on, let's go. You will create businesses that produce money for you while you're sleeping. You will begin to work because you want to, and not because you have to you will finally get over it the bitterness you've carried for years you will get over it and you will see it in your body because your body will begin to shed fat as you begin to release bitterness your body will begin to heal itself as you begin to release bitterness in the name of jesus and you will be 100 healthy and you will be 100 healed and you will have a story and a testimony about your body people will look at your physical fitness and glorify your spiritual god and for that we say thank you and for that we say thank you every addiction that you have those addictions will be refocused into productive attention. Addictive behavior is simply focused attention on something that soothes the need in the moment. Addiction and addictive behavior will return into focused attention. Your focus will be on point. 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 You will accomplish more in one day than you have in one week. You will accomplish more in one week than you have in one month. You will accomplish more in one month than you have in one quarter. You will accomplish more in one quarter than you have in one year. And we thank you that it is so. But I just come down your road. You just say that's mine. In Jesus' name. We are in the fall feast. And we are under literally God saying an open heaven. Not, not me feeling this, not me sensing this. Mm -mm. He said that. He removes the impediment. He removes the interference. He removes the blockages. You have to, you have to go back and watch yesterday's messages in our app. Text Harvest to 55498 to get it. Or watch it on our YouTube channel, Facebook pages, our website, all that. You have to watch. And you really have to watch both of them from yesterday so that you would understand it so that you would understand it all right you gotta hear me um so listen guys it's 7 59 um and i just want to tell you can, can y'all give me three three more minutes let's go if i got you're gonna give me three more minutes you're gonna stick with for three more minutes just drop a three in the comments drop a three in the comments so what happens immediately after the feast of rosh hashanah the feast of trumpets which was yesterday we enter immediately something called the 10 days of awe. The 10 days of awe. In the 10 days of awe, drop a 10 in the comments. In the 10 days of awe, I'm just going to, again, I'm cutting through the field, bulldozing to just get you to the point. Um, there's much more in-depth teaching in our app and our podcast and website in the feast. And uh, I hit it quickly yesterday, but that Daniel thing took me up yesterday. And I, was, I knew I was going to get, if I went there again, it was going to take me up again. There's so much revelation in that because, listen to me, I understand this thing about resistance, about resistance. 
I think it's interesting that we're going to start our weekly services in Atlanta in the midst of the 10 days of awe. I think that's so, I think that's so God. I think that's so God. Um, being to locate Denver and Atlanta, then of course online. I think that is so God. I think that is so God. I think that is so God. That's me. Okay, listen. In these 10 days of awe, check it out. The Bible says, that, and, and what do the 10 days of awe lead to? They lead up to what's called the Day of Atonement or Yom Kippur. Okay, Yom Kippur. And here's what the scripture says we're supposed to do, do during that time. Leviticus 23 and 27. Leviticus 23 and 27 says this. You shall humble your souls. That is a Hebrew phrase, which means you shall fast and repent. Fast and repent. Let me say it another way. Self-reflect, self-correct. Self-reflect, self-correct. So in these 10 days, you got to hear me. Um, God says, I need you to look at you. You're going to look at me. You're about to have a lot of alone time in these 10 days. Even if you're in a group of people, you're going to find yourself kind of zoning out. Some of you have already been doing it. You can be in a group of people kind of zoning out and you're going to just feel like it's just you in the room. How many of you, it's already been happening? Wave at me. Self-reflect, self-correct. God says, you're about to, I need to show you some things that need to be corrected in you. Because in these 10 days of awe, on the day of atonement or Yom Kippur, God says, I seal judgment. I see your hands. I seal judgment concerning the next 12 months of your life. On the 10 days of awe. And that will be, the so that will be, uh, what is that, the 30th? The 30th will be the conclusion. And so we'll honor the day of atonement on that day, Wednesday at Wednesday Night Bible Study. We'll honor it on that day. I'll talk more about it in the pop-ups. I'll teach more about it on it on Wednesday Night Live Bible Study. But you got to hear me clearly. God says, you're going to self-reflect and self-correct. We're going to fast. And everybody listen to me carefully. We are going to fast. Wow, that's so powerful. We're going to fast um, on, uh, on the Day of Atonement, on that Wednesday, the 30th. On that Wednesday, the 30th. The 30th. You got it? Everybody put that on there. We're fasting. What type of fast? We're doing a water-only fast. Now, you consult your physician if you're concerned about your health. This is not medical advice. All right? We're doing a water-only fast on that day, on Wednesday, on Wednesday. Okay? Bible says we self-reflect, we self-correct. We self-reflect, we self-correct. I should do a documentary about that. All right? Okay? Everybody got that? We're fasting. What does fasting mean? Fasting means to alter one's diet, what you eat. Okay? Let me just teach you about fasting real quick. Um, it's not a fast if you're going to work. Hey, y'all, I'm fasting today. Don't bring me no donuts. Uh -huh. When you fast, the Bible says, you know, that's a corporate fast. So we talk about it corporately. But if someone says, hey, you want something to eat? Just say, no, I'm good. I'm good. Nope, that's the 30th, next Wednesday. It's actually, it's the day of atonement or the day of Yom Kippur. On that Wednesday, we're going to honor that day. All right. I'll teach more about it. But over these next 10 days, we're self-reflecting. We're self-correcting. So God's going to show you stuff and you're going to have to fix it real fast. Today, some thoughts tried to come over my mind. I just said, oh, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Um, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. You have to self-reflect and self-correct. Some of you, you ready what you're going to have to do over these next 10 days? There are some people you're going to realize, God's going to say, you need to apologize to them. 
You ready? What if the apology needed to come from you? Who am I talking to? Who, when I just said that, something like, like, uh-oh, there you go. Wait a minute. Okay, then not the, no, 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 then not the 30th. What is that day then? The 27th, thank you. Thank you, the 27th, thank you so much. The 27th, thank you for that. The 27th, that Wednesday, okay? So the 27th, the 27th is when we're gonna honor that. The 27th is when we're gonna honor that. The 27th is where we're going to honor that. All right? That's where we're going to honor that. Everybody got that? Thank you for that. Not the 30th, the 27th. Everybody got it? Good. We good? Last two things I want to do tonight. Last two things I want to do tonight. Somebody says, I already apologize. I see the hands. Um, if prayer blessed you tonight, I want you to sow into it. How can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, bishop phone with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. Um, that's all available. You can sow into prayer tonight. Um, whatever you sow into prayer tonight, I want to I want to take you back to Leviticus um, as we're in these feasts. Leviticus 23. Matter of fact, let's make that our seat. Leviticus 23, 27. Let's make that our seat. $23.27. If you want to do 232, do it. You want to do uh, 2,327, you do it. Whatever you sow, put those numbers in it. 2327 for Leviticus 23, 27. I cannot wait to sow the seed. You're just going to call this my awe seed, A-W-E. Um, it was 10 days of awe because literally God says in between the dawning of the new year and uh, the Day of Atonement, guys, I'm going to seal judgment, but I'm going to give you 10 days to self-reflect and self-correct. So that's our seed tonight. You can, whatever you sow, put those numbers in. I want to encourage everybody to say, this is my to get as close as you can. I'm a sower. So let's just get this too, clear too. I'm a sower. I'm a giver. I live to give. I make my living through my giving. Um, so I'm the, I don't chase money. Resources chase me. Just say that. Money chases me. Say that. Resources chase me. When you make your living through your through your giving, you never ever have to chase opportunity. Opportunity will chase you. All right. Listen. Last thing I want to do before we get off of here. If you're not saved, oh man, oh woman, tonight's your night. God's coming to get you tonight. If you're not saved, if you're not a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord but you've not been faithful to Him, tonight's your night. And thirdly, if you're saying, "Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure tonight is your night." To give your life to the Lord. When you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On the count of three, you just do that hand with emoji or say to me, guys, don't get off this live yet, especially those of you that are already saved. This is the time I need you to pray that people come to the Lord. Scales fall off of eyes, scales fall off of ears, just like it did for Paul in Acts chapter 9, that people would come to the Lord. One, two, three. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, you just do that hand with emoji or you say it's me wherever you're at. Thanks, Brian. Thank you all for those of you that let me know you're praying. I appreciate that. You just do that hand with emoji. Just say it's me. I see you. There's one over on Instagram. There's two over on Instagram. Wherever you're at, there's no guilt. There is no con. There's three. No condemnation. There is no shame. There's no place too low where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. There's no place too high where God will not draw nigh. What are you saying, Bishop? What are you saying? That God loves you with an unconditional love. He's not mad at you. He's not trying to beat you up. He's not trying to beat you down. All right? And to go, let me get my life together. Then I'm going to come to God. That is not how this works. That's like saying, let me lose weight. Then I'm going to go to the gym. What? Let me get my hair done. Then I'm going to go to the beauty shop. What? There's four. Let me fix my car. Then I'm going to go to the mechanic. There's five. That's not how this works. You come to God. 
just as you are with whatever your issues are, whatever your ratchet is, whatever, or however refined you seem to think that you are, you come to God and then God begins the process of radically transforming our lives, radically transforming our lives. You do not, there's six, wherever you are at, you respond and respond quickly. There's at least two more of you that need to respond tonight. You just do that hand with emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure, or be sure wherever you are at, wherever you are at, wherever you are at. I see the comment, you say your life is miserable. Well, this is your moment to change your life. You can either complain about it or you can change it, but you can't do both. You can't do both. I encourage you, tonight is your night to come to the Lord. There's seven, okay, I must've missed one, thank you. Is there another? There must be, there's eight, I see eight. So there must be another. There must be another. There must be another. There must be another. You cried too much, well, but listen, but then, but trust me, but you're still on here and I speak life to you. I speak life to you. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. There's another right there on YouTube. That's nine. Thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen right there. Everybody say amen right there. Listen, for the nine of you and potentially more uh, on the replay and podcast that just prayed that prayer, I want you to text Harvest to 55498. Text Harvest to 55498 into the option for salvation. When you do that, we're going to shoot you a message right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle, not just a hobby. I want to do this too. Some of you are saved, but you don't have a shepherd. And anything, a shepherd is like a covering. And anything uncovered spoils. Jeremiah 315, God says, I give you shepherds after my own heart that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. And if I'm your shepherd, you don't have to live in Denver. You don't have to live in Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America and around the world. In fact, the majority of harvesters have never been in the building. And so um, if you know I'm your shepherd, Bishop Foreman, how do I know that? How do I know that? The Bible says sheep know the voice of their shepherd. See, naturally, sheep don't see well. They hear well. So when a shepherd makes a sound, the sheep that are assigned to that shepherd, they respond to that sound. And so if there's something that God does, it's a spiritual thing, you can, you can be part of the family. All you have to do is text Harvest at 55498, enter the option for join HC. All right, to the comment over there uh, about suicide, I wanna encourage you, um, again, uh, uh, I see some of your comments. I want, I, want, I want you to hear me. The fact that you're still on here tells me that the reality is you really wanna live. And I want you to know, shoot me a message when you finish and we'll get you some resources in your hand. Or go to hello at harvestchurch.church, all right? Listen, guys, get your seed in the ground. Cash at dollar sign Bishop Foma with the number two. PayPal, Ben Moselle, GiveLify, the email is hello at harvestchurch.church. You're going to call this your Aussie, A-W-E, and it's connected to Leviticus 23.27. So I just encourage you to put those numbers in it. You can give what you want, um, but I use that as a baseline. Use those numbers to target your seed. It's your Aussie, all right? I love you guys. I pray that you have an amazing night tonight. I'll see you on tomorrow's pop-up. Mr. Palmer, what time are you going live for the pop-up? Got to get the app. Got to text Harvest to 55498 so that you can get that app. I love you guys. I know we went, what, 10 minutes over, 12 minutes over, but it was certainly worth it for the souls and the lives that came to the Lord tonight. And um, 23, 
Blessing Strength on YouTube. This is 2327, Leviticus 23 and 27. All right? I love y'all. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Love you all. Love taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.